Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So, here we are. May 16th, 2020, slap bang in the middle of the coronavirus lockdown, which probably explains why I'm locked in my bedroom talking into a microphone. Hi, by the way, my name is Dylan Pugh. I currently work at Spotify as head of podcast monetization in Emir. I've been at Spotify for coming up to six years now, but over the last few months, I've been brewing up an idea to start my own business. And I've decided to start a podcast to follow my progress from now on. I have no idea how this is going to end, and these recordings may never see the light of day. But I'm just going to roll with it. Outside of family and work, my life pretty much revolves around sports. I play rugby to a fairly decent level, I dabble in things like golf, swimming, running, a bit of squash when I can, and I spend a large amount of my time either watching, reading, or listening to sport. Probably way too much if you ask any of my kids or my wife. At work, my life is all about podcasts. Sitting here in May 2020, podcasts are all the rage right now. There's more being created than ever before, and more people are listening than ever. And at Spotify, we have huge ambitions in this space, with multiple recent acquisitions and probably more to come. So, being in the podcast team for the world's leading audio platform is a pretty good place to be. So, why am I even thinking about doing this? The term midlife crisis springs to mind. I'm 38 now, while 39 in a few weeks actually, so creeping up on the big 4-0. I've actually done this before. I've had my own business when I was 29, myself and another guy. We started a company in the in-game advertising space. We lasted around nine months and it ended with a messy dispute between our old employers and one of our new clients with us being stuck in the middle. So, not the ideal way for it to have gone. I won't bore you with the details of that, but I actually look back at that time with very, very fond memories. We made a decent chunk of money in a very short time, I learnt a lot, and I thoroughly enjoyed the journey, and I guess I proved to myself that I can actually do it. But I wasn't married, I didn't have kids, and I didn't have a mortgage to pay, so the stakes were most definitely different. But the thing is, I really don't want to get to my late 40s, bordering on 50, and look back and wonder, what if... I've always enjoyed being in a small startup environment, being scrappy, building things, just generally getting shit done. Spotify was like that at the beginning, but now it's a huge public company and the vibe has changed a bit. Don't get me wrong, I love working at Spotify and I feel extremely fortunate to work for such a great company. And even more so now, as I sit here in lockdown where many companies have gone out of business, many people have lost their jobs, I must certainly do not take my current situation for granted. But I do want to do something myself. I have this burning desire, this burning itch inside to do something myself. And right now, I kind of feel as though it's the right time. It won't come as any surprise to you to learn that my idea revolves around podcasting and sports. I listen to a lot of sports podcasts and my view is that even though the podcast space is pretty saturated with a lot of sports podcasts that are already out there, I think there's a bit of a gap in the market. 
The vast majority of these podcasts are from ex-players, journalists or fans. There's very little from current players and athletes. And if you look at the podcast landscape in the UK in general, people generally listen to podcasts from celebrities they recognise, like comedians, TV personalities or social media influencers. My view is that sports people have the same level of fame as these guys, and also they have as interesting a story to tell, but perhaps they just don't have the time nor the technical knowledge to actually get it done and start creating something. So my idea is to create a platform that allows current sports stars to create their own podcasts. We'll dig more into that later on in the podcast. I mentioned earlier that I've been thinking about this for quite a while. So what's changed? Well, I guess the main thing is that with lockdown, without my lengthy commute to work every day and with nowhere to go on weekends, I just have more time on my hands. Time to think, time to reflect, reevaluate where you are in life and where you're going and what you're doing with yourself, talk to people, research things, crunch the numbers. And I guess the more conversations I've had and the more I dig deeper into this, the more I'm convinced that it does have legs. I could be completely wrong, of course, and after another couple of weeks of research, I may come to the conclusion that it's just not a viable business plan, or certainly not viable enough for me to take a huge risk and give up the current situation that I'm in, but time will tell, I suppose. But right now, I'm feeling pretty good about it. So I read a lot of books, and I've listened to a lot of podcasts about starting a business, you know, being in a startup, seeking investment, raising funds, and one of the things I keep hearing about was the exit strategy. What kind of return would an investor get if they invested? Right now, for me, this is not even a consideration. Don't get me wrong, I'm well aware that this is definitely something that will need to be addressed at some point. And if I was an investor in a business, this is the exact kind of thing that I would be asking too. But exiting and making millions is most definitely not front of mind right now. The main thing I'm trying to establish is, is this a business that can allow me to earn a decent living for the foreseeable future? Can I continue the lifestyle that we have as a family whilst pivoting into this business of my own? And to be honest, I don't really need to have the same salary that I have out of it today. Obviously, I want to earn as much money as possible and you know, I'm not trying to portray myself as some sort of Barry Big Bollocks here that's earning millions because that's definitely not the case. Although what I do in today probably is comfortably over the national average, but the point is I don't need that to maintain a comfortable lifestyle. After all, deep down, I'm just a plain old simpleton from West Wales at heart. So I'm fully expecting to take a short-term hit, but long-term, is this something that I can comfortably make a living out of? That's the key thing that's sort of bothering me and I'm trying to establish. So where am I at right now? Like I said, I have an idea that I think has legs and I'm beginning to piece it all together. At the moment, I've got about five Google Docs, a massive spreadsheet, an Evernote folder, and some voice notes that I keep updating with random thoughts. One day, all that will get organised into a neat, polished business plan. One day. In the meantime, I'm using my time before and after work, and now on weekends, to constantly refine what I have and add any new crazy thoughts that I get. And when I look at the areas that I've been focusing on the most, I think I can categorise them into three areas. One, is this something that players or athletes actually want? Two, is this something that listeners would want to listen to? And three, can I make money out of it? Let me give you some more info on each of these areas. In terms of the first one, is this something that players or athletes would want? What I'm doing here is trying to speak to as many players, agents, player management groups as I can. From my sporting background, I've got a few contacts that I can leverage here. From the conversations I've had so far, I think, yes, it's been very positive. Obviously, there will be many players that will have no interest to be the star of a podcast or maybe don't have the personality or the temperament to go through with it, and that's fine. But my conversations so far lead me to believe that there are plenty out there that do like to get their voices heard. Maybe they're just trying to build their own profile. 
outside of the sport. Maybe they just want the world to see a different side to the character or showcase their true personality. Some might be motivated by making just a bit of extra cash, which is totally cool. Or some might just simply want something to do outside of their current sporting career to keep their mind fresh and to keep busy. But the key challenge with all of this, and arguably the key to the success of this entire idea, is how do I get access to those players? I think that's the number one priority that I have to iron out. As I've started to find out recently, the more conversations I've had, um, once we get access, and even once they express an interest or a strong interest to actually go and do this, trying to get them to commit is a very different matter. We'll talk more about that at a later time. The second point around, is this something that I think listeners would want to listen to? For this, I'm taking as much of a data-driven approach as I can. I've done a lot of research into the top podcasts that people listen to in the UK, looking at things like the chart data available, you know, what what are the podcasts, who are the hosts? And as I referred to earlier, these are mainly well-known celebrity names or well-known franchises like TED Talks, QI, Desert Island Discs. There are lots of sports podcasts too, but not many of them, as I said earlier, from current sports stars. And not many of the sports podcasts penetrate the overall charts either. There's one exception to all this though, The Peter Crouch Show, which I've thoroughly enjoyed listening to over the last few years. One of the only podcasts by a current player. Granted, he's now recently retired, but he was still a current player when he started it. And he's speaking as a voice and a respected voice at that from within the current game, giving fans just a different angle to what else is currently being created, to what ex-players, journalists, or fans discussing last week's games or next week's games are currently doing, which is generally the, the, the most popular format in the podcast space today. And don't get me wrong, I'm not criticising those by the way, I'm a listener to many of them and really enjoy them, but the point being is that as soon as a big name current footballer creates a show like what Peter Crouch did, not only is it miles bigger than all the other sports shows, but it's in the mix with the overall podcast charts too. So that tells me that if you can find the right sports person and the right idea, there is a big appetite from listeners. On to the third point about how do we make money out of all of this. Well, here's where my background in the digital advertising space comes to play. I've spent the last 16 years of my life monetizing content, mainly audio, games, and mobile apps. That's been my job for, well, ever since I started work, really. Um, So I've got a pretty good understanding of A, how to do this, and B, how to forecast revenue as accurately as possible. So what I'm currently looking at around this is what level of downloads or streams would an episode need to have? What's the optimal mix of ad slots needed per episode to maximize revenue whilst also protecting the user experience? What would then be the real estate value of each episode based on things like average CPMs and fill rates? Then multiply that by the number of episodes in a season and the number of shows we have ongoing. And from all of that, we can start to work out what kind of monthly revenue we can expect to bring in. Of course, we've then got to look at the outgoings, so, you know, fees to the players, staff, office space, equipment, marketing, etc. I'm sure there'll be a lot more of nasty little hidden costs. And to be fair, that's largely what my massive spreadsheet I referred to earlier is all about. So even though those are the three most important areas that I'm focusing on, I'm working hard to figure out right now, there's lots of other stuff to do too. Here's a quick idea of the kind of things that I'm looking at right now. So firstly, what would be the optimal tech package to supply to a player? So things like microphones, pop filters, mic stand, recording interface, headphones, and how does it differ between things like solo narration to an in-person interview to a virtual interview, multiple guests, etc. It's a tricky one to figure out this. I need to find the right balance between sound quality being as high as possible and therefore having the best, most modern and most sophisticated tech, but also needing it to be as simple as possible for them to operate. We have to be mindful of the fact that, 
you know, we won't be there for every single recording session, even though I do intend to be pretty hands-on at the beginning. But, you know, the goal is that, you know, the players will be able to be self-sustaining and do this on their own moving on with as much support virtually from ourselves. So the tech package we send them and set them up with needs to be very intuitive to an absolute novice whilst also being as high as possible. So I'm trying to figure out the optimal balance between both those things. Another aspect is the promotion of the podcast. So once there is a podcast, what, what are we bringing as an expertise from the promotion of it? What tools are out there to help with this? There's one app in particular called Headliner that I'm currently trying to get very familiar with, and I can see this being a critical tool for us moving on. Um, also looking at you know, what channels are the most effective within this, uh, and how are other podcasters doing it? I'm doing a lot of research around that as well at the moment. Company name is another area. Um, I don't think this is essential at this point, but you know, if I am going to start chatting to people and I do want a bit more credibility, I think it is useful to have some kind of holding name, even, even if it's not the end name we end up going with, but something to, to go with now. Um, at the moment, I'm floating a couple of names like Player Pods and Podballers, um, but we'll see how that goes. I hear of some companies that pay an absolute fortune to consultancies to help with this. And I remember listening to an early episode of Startup, the podcast about how Gimlet was formed, which I highly recommend, by the way. In this episode, the co-founders Alex and Matt were discussing the company name, a whole episode dedicated to that one thing. I was actually quite shocked at how difficult it seemed. Um, it reminded me actually of those people that when they have a child and they can't decide on a name for days and days and days, and I think, what is wrong with these people? They've had nine bloody months to think of it. Anyway, I digress. Um, but on the company name, let's see what my thoughts are on this in a few months' time. And lastly, I'm working on a one-sheeter that can be sent out to potential players or agents or managers. This isn't a thorough business plan. It's just a rough outline of what we're doing, who we are, how it would work, and, and I guess what's in it for them, which is obviously the most important thing that, that, that they want to hear from it. Um, I've got a couple of people to help with this. So I've got a friend that's quite creative to help with the design. I must admit, you know, that's not one of my strong points. Um, I've, got, I've got a lot of ideas in my head of what I want to say, but I just struggle to, you know, put that onto a slide that actually looks really slick and professional um, so I've got a good good friend to, to help with that then I've got a trusted friend who's got a good connection or generally got good connections in the sports world and a pretty sharp business brain to keep me honest in the content side of things so it's good to to bounce some ideas off of someone like that so now that I've told you about my idea what I'm currently working on what is my actual plan over the next few weeks so my current plan is to try and get a couple of players to agree to a pilot um, I don't need them to agree to a full series, but I, I, you know, ideally I'd love to get a couple of pilots going. Um, I think I've got the bandwidth to create a few pilots. There's a bit of a side hustle along my, along my current job um, before jumping in with both feet right from the off and then uh, we can see how it goes. And having these pilots will A, help me better understand the process and the workflows involved day to day when working with a player on a project like this. Uh, and B, just give us some kind of portfolio of work to show any future interested parties. Um, so that's it for me uh, for this weekend. Um, my plan with this podcast, well, if you can call it a plan, I only really thought of it yesterday, so uh, we'll see how it goes. But my plan for now was just to record a few of my thoughts, key updates, um, my progress, any setbacks, any conversations with others, just to document my journey and give others a bit of a warts and all overview of what it's really like to start a business. All the way from the beginning as well, when it's just an embryo of an idea. And note, I didn't say that this would be a how-to experts guide, um, but hopefully some of my experiences, good or bad, can help someone one day. And I really hope you guys get to hear this because that means I've actually bloody done it. And again, I don't mean by done it, I don't mean like it's been a huge success, I just mean I've actually done it, I've made the leap, and it's now an actual thing and it's too late to turn back. 
Thank you for listening and joining me on this journey as a startup founder. Please follow, like, share and subscribe to this podcast and we'd love to hear your thoughts and stories from your own personal startup journeys too. So please follow us and comment on social media at Pomodo Podcasts. We've also got loads of great new shows launching soon. The first of those being Couples Quarantine with James Haskell and Chloe Maidley, who are positioning themselves as today's modern day agonions. They will be responding to people's questions, comments and stories about being in a relationship in their own unique style. So please give that a listen. I promise you it's going to be very entertaining. Thank you for listening to Pomodo and being part of this journey. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.